RC. See you out there, boy. Yeah. See you. Yeah. I gave you fair warning. Y'all ready? I gave you fair warning. Beware. I went mic on the mic. What's up, the brand new one time for your mind? He gave you fair warning. Now it's time to smack him in the mouth with that raw sports talk from the town. Sweet chin music to your favorite sportscaster. Mike on the mic with sports talk that matters. Reppin' for the West, see the palms in the logo. Mike on the mic, sports pod, let's go. I gave you fair warning, beware. Smack him in the mouth. You are tuned into episode 15 of the Mike on the Mic Sports Podcast. I am Mike, and I am on the mic of the most electrifying sports podcast in the game today. Almost got you. Made you think I left, but I'm still right here. How's everyone doing today? As I am recording this, it is my first Veterans Day outside of the military. Super hyped for that. Super excited to be able to do this full-time and not have to stress about going to stand duty tomorrow or something of that nature. I appreciate everyone that is serving and has served our country alongside me and in my in the past and in the future. So if, if you know a veteran, uh, even though you're going to hear this on Thursday or Friday, go ahead and reach out and wish them a happy Veterans Day. It makes us feel good to know that we're appreciated. It makes us feel good to see that, uh, that people have a day where they just celebrate what we're doing and, and what the sacrifices that that we made or make currently so thank you all for the, the well wishes if you've already messaged me by the way i appreciate it a lot of people have reached out and it feels good it, it you don't know what to say when someone comes up to you and says hey happy veterans day thank you for your service you don't know what to say just you appreciate that they appreciate you you know it makes you feel like what you did or are doing or are going to do in the future those things mattered. They helped this person out. Even if directly, I didn't directly help you. Um, as a whole, the entire military is helping every single person that lives in this in this country. So, yeah, definitely reach out to your veterans and military personnel and wish them a happy Veterans Day today, tomorrow, all weekend, Veterans Week. We're making it Veterans Week. We deserve more than one day. <laughs> Oh, man, just messing around. Anyways, I got a jam-packed show, as I do every week. I'm turning that into a little catchphrase, jammed-packed show. We're going to go over our NFL pick'ems, and then I'm also going to go over some bubble and trouble teams, uh, which teams that are on the bubble for the wild-card spot in the AFC and the NFC are in trouble, and which teams I see getting into the playoffs. So those are the two topics for today. Going to cover them extensively. You know, I'm going to get my NFL pick'ems, as I do every week, with high energy, just like I am in this intro I'm excited, man. I'm just talking off the handle a little bit, a little bit less scripted than usual, and I feel a lot better about it. So I'm going to do more of this unscripted talk as we move on with the Mike on the Mike Sports Podcast. I appreciate all the support. Go check out all the social media pages. Leave a review if you're on Apple Podcasts. Let's get straight into the show. Isn't it funny how whenever somebody wins a world championship... There's always a standing ovation, champagne, roses, flowers. Yet I got a whole backstage area filled with mutes. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly, 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 bubbly. 
So as we get going in the NFL season, things are heating up, especially in the playoff picture for both the NFC and the AFC. So for this segment, just going to go over briefly some of these bubble teams and whether I think they are in trouble of missing the playoffs or they're definitely getting in the playoffs or at least I think they're going to get in the playoffs. So bubble trouble is what I'm going to call this segment and let's get straight into it starting with the NFC. So in the NFC it looks like the way things are, are falling apart right now and, and and settling that the 6th and 7th spot are up for grabs between a couple different teams. Um, it's, it's a little bit more hot in the NFC than the AFC just because uh, a lot of the teams that we thought were going to make the playoffs are starting to fall off while other teams are getting hot and, and it's really random so let's get straight into it. First bubble team I'm going to go over is the Chicago Bears. Now, the Bears are 100% in my mind in trouble to miss the playoffs. Not only do they see the Packers once and a heating up Viking squad twice on their schedule, the Bears just do not have it, man. They, I don't think that they are what they were when we saw them sitting at 5-1. and one. People were kind of on the fence. Are the Bears actually good or are the Bears bad? We do not know. Um, their defense just isn't enough to me to carry the Bears to a playoff berth because the offense isn't good enough to do their part in the game to get them through what uh, they would need to get through to, to win these games on, the, on this tougher schedule they had to finish. And while Nick Foles is hard to hate as an NFL fan, once again, as a starter, he's kind of just average to me. He really is. He, he's kind of just average to me. So I'm going to say the Bears are in trouble of missing the playoffs for the 2020 season, sitting at 5-4 and four right now. I don't even believe they're in the playoffs right now if it ended today. Uh, I can see the Bears sliding out all the way down to 7-9 and nine or 8-8 or eight and eight, uh, this season. Moving on, we've got the Los Angeles Rams, who are 5-3, and three, currently sitting on the bubble for wild card or not wild card because, you know, Seahawks are in charge of that division right now. And the Cardinals are, are also coming up strong. I'm going to talk about them in a second. I think the Rams are in trouble, and here's why. Some people might disagree with me. This is going to be a plot twist because now all I got left is the other two NFC West teams to talk about as far as being on the bubble in the Cardinals and the 49ers, but I'll explain. As far as the Rams, this schedule is absolutely brutal for them to handle, especially with them cooling off the way they've been cooling off the last couple of weeks. They got the Seahawks twice, including in Week 17, which is going to be a big game for them. They got the Buccaneers. They play the Cardinals twice. They play the 49ers. Always a tough game for them, even with all the injuries. The Rams could see four or five losses in the second half of the season to just their division, which would ice them out of the playoffs, essentially. So I, I'm taking everything into account. I'm looking at the schedules, and, and I really think that the Rams could drop to around 500 as well, or 7-9. and nine. Um, I predicted at the beginning of the season that the Rams were going to take a step back, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't account for the fact that the beginning of their schedule is kind of easy. And now we saw them lose to the Dolphins, and going forward, we may see them drop a few more of these games. So I'm going to say the Rams are in trouble of missing the playoffs, which might be a surprise to some because the Rams have been a pretty solid team and solid defense for the last couple of seasons. The reason I think that they're in trouble is because of this team, the Arizona Cardinals. The Dolphins are running through the West, right? And they, and they just beat the Cardinals. And despite this loss to Miami, I think the Cardinals are on track to getting in the playoffs. The offense is picking up one of the hottest and best in the NFL right now. The defense is just good enough to win the games that they should win against the teams that they should beat. The Cardinals were my dark horse to make the playoffs at the beginning of this season. And sure enough, here they are. I think they're going to get in. And also, on top of it, to help my case out, they see a kind of weaker schedule to close the season. They see they face New England. They face the New York Giants. They face Philadelphia. 
Philadelphia has faced San Fran all in the last half of their season. I think they can win all but one of those games. I'll give them one loss in those games just because they're going to drop random games what the Cardinals have been doing this year. But if they can win just one of the tough games that they have against division rivals like the Seahawks or the Rams, then I think the Cardinals will be a playoff team going into the 2020 playoffs. So I, I'm excited to see it, especially because I, I called the Cardinals to be one of the better teams in the NFL way before anyone had given them any attention. Just the D-hop move uh, was a big deal to me. Resigning Buda Baker, a lot of people were on them about that, but I think Buda Baker's a very good safety in the NFL, and I just feel like they balanced that team out very well with the Isaiah Simmons pick. And, and I know Isaiah Simmons hasn't been exactly what we thought, but they have a balanced team, in my opinion. I think this balanced team will win the games as they should win, and that will get them into the playoffs for sure. Because if you win, what, four more games, and then you win one of the tough games, you're already 10-6 and six right there without anything else. Um, and, it, and it depends on how the Cardinals play in these other tough games. Cause we saw what they did with Miami. They took the L, but we saw two weeks ago what they did with Seattle. So it just depends on which Arizona Cardinals team shows up to these big games. Moving on, right now I got one team in the playoffs out of these bubble teams, so it's going to be a little confusing because the next team I'm going to talk about is the 49ers. And injuries have derailed the 49ers season. I predicted them to take a step back just because I saw what happened last year. A lot of players got red hot and played out of their minds for an entire playoff run. You can't live and die on that. You can't expect that to happen every single game for multiple years in a row. So I acknowledge that I think the 49ers are going to take a step back. I predicted Seattle is going to win the division, and they were going to be probably a wild card team at around 10-6 or 11-5 compared to last year when they were a one seed. To be fair, when Jimmy G did come in, I know a lot of people are saying that they're taking a step back just because of the injuries. He struggled a bit, and he struggled a little bit more than a bit, I guess you could say. I believe they went 1-1 or 1-2 during the Jimmy G's return stint. The 49ers are in trouble because of the injuries and because they just aren't as good as they were last year but this season is a perfect opportunity for them to find out what the answer is to their quarterback situation because we do not know if it's Jimmy G or if they plan on finding someone else in the offseason or they plan on drafting someone in the draft or whatever their plan is they got a nice grace period of a half a season to kind of think it all through figure out what works for your offense maybe with these backup quarterbacks run some unique stuff that you wouldn't have normally run before and just kind of figure out where you want to go with the quarterback position and whether Jimmy G is going to be the long-term solution or not. I believe that they can cut him in the offseason and they will not lose too much money on him if they just can get a clean cut from Jimmy G. But they got to be absolutely sure before they do anything like that because you cut Jimmy G and you can't find anyone else and Nick Bones is your quarterback next year. You're in for a rough stint of, of seasons until you can find a franchise quarterback so we'll see what the 49ers do at that spot I'm saying they're in trouble to miss the playoffs you're probably a little confused right you're probably thinking well you said there's two slots up for grabs a six and seven seed and you you only gave the Cardinals getting in status you only gave the Cardinals one of those slots so who gets the other slot one of these wildcard teams have to get the other slot one of these bubble teams have to get the other slot so here's a bold prediction, and I'm about to go ahead and give out the hot take that people are probably going to flame me for. I think that either the Minnesota Vikings or the Atlanta Falcons are going to claim that seventh spot. Now hear me out. These two teams are finally playing at a level that we expected them to play at at the beginning of the season. We expected the Vikings and the Falcons to be similar teams, just good teams that make the playoffs and are usually a first-round bye for one of the top seeds. 
And this is it. We have, well, they get Dalvin Cook back, and the Vikings are hot, and they've won a few games in a row now, beat the Packers, and it shows that they can go on a run. And I, If I was going to take a team to do it, to go on a run to the seventh seed, I would probably take the Vikings. But seeing the Rams have to face a tough schedule, seeing the 49ers dealing with these injuries, seeing the schedule that the Bears have to face and the struggling that the Bears have already started to struggle, seeing all of this makes me say that a team like the Vikings can go on a run and get that last wild card spot. So that's my prediction. Either the Falcons or the Vikings, whichever one has a, a better schedule and can go on a better run, one of those two teams are going to get the final spot in the NFC playoff picture. Bold prediction, but that is my prediction, and I am sticking with it. Moving on to the AFC bubble and trouble teams. Six and seven spot are up for grabs in the AFC, just like in the NFC. I kind of just assume that the Saints or Bucks are going to get that sixth or that fifth spot in the NFC. And in the AFC, I kind of predict that the Steelers, you can assume they're going to get that fifth spot. Or Steelers, sorry. Steelers or Ravens are going to get that fifth spot in the AFC. So, who's on the bubble? First thing I'm talking about is the Indianapolis Colts who are 5-3, and three. and this is going to be a slap in the face of a lot of Colts fans, and it's a slap in the face of me as a Phillip Rivers fan. The Colts' schedule is brutal, like the hardest in the NFL to close the season. They need to win this game on Thursday night against the Titans, and I don't think they're going to because after that, they see Green Bay. They see Tennessee again. They have to play Las Vegas, sprinkling a much-improved Texans team twice. And you got some trouble in Indy. And I think the Indianapolis Colts are in trouble and might miss the playoffs by just a hair. It's a tight race in the AFC, but looking at the direction the team is going, paired with a tough schedule, the Colts may slide right out of the playoff picture as the season winds down. Now, if they can win some of these tough games, if they can beat the teams like Tennessee Titans at least once, if they can go out and they can beat uh, the Las Vegas Raiders for sure, I mean, there's no guarantee they're going to beat them. If they can lock in two wins against the Texans. If they had impressed me enough to where I can lock these wins in for the Colts, then I would say they're 100% getting the wild card. They may even get the highest-seeded wild card. But just because I've seen some inconsistencies and I've seen the offense struggle at times, I am going to err on the side of caution, and I'm going to say they're going to have some trouble. And with any other team that is struggling the way they've been struggling the last couple weeks, I would say that team is in trouble looking at their schedule. So that's kind of how I'm deeming the Colts in trouble to miss the playoffs. This next team is the reason the Colts are in trouble to miss the playoffs because the Miami Dolphins, who are 5-3 and three right now, are a thorn in every AFC bubble team's pit wildcard picture side right now. With the Ravens as a lock for one of those slots, I'm assuming the Steelers win the division unless they completely fall apart. I know they just dealt with a bunch of COVID issues, so we'll see what happens there. But either the Steelers or the Ravens taking one of those slots. The other two are up for grabs, and no one expected Miami to be in this conversation. For one, they are red hot. And for two, they play only one team with a winning record for the rest of the season. Think about that for a second, how red hot they are and how they only play one team that has above 500 record the rest of the season. I could see the Dolphins sitting pretty at 11 and five when the season comes to an end. I could see them sitting at 10 and six and that will get them into the playoffs. So I'm going to give a getting in rating for the Miami Dolphins. I think they are going to get into the playoffs 
with their easy schedule and the fact that they're heating up behind that defense paired with their rookie quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa. We're going to get to see some Tua time in the playoffs this year, which is pretty awesome, even though I think Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert are the better rookies so far. We've only got two games to judge Tua off of. Pretty cool to see a rookie quarterback leading a team to the playoffs. Moving on, you got the Cleveland Browns at 5-3 and three on the bubble. And like I said, Miami's a thorn in the side of all of these playoff bubble teams. With Miami taking one of the wild card slots, that leaves me with one more slot to give out and two teams in the bubble, the Browns or the Raiders. The Browns have cooled off from the hottest start I've seen from the Browns in decades, it feels like. But there is hope. Looking at a schedule that sees only two really good teams, I feel like the Browns kind of control their own fate. They better hope this doesn't come down to a tiebreaker because the Raiders own that tiebreaker thanks to that win in the windy game that they had with the Browns a couple weeks ago. Maybe a little bit of foreshadowing there for you guys. The Browns just got to win the games they should, and I think they get in. But the problem is is I don't think they're going to win the games they should. With Odell Hurt... And with the team starting to slide a little bit, a little bit inconsistent, I could see the Browns start to slide. I could see the Browns start dropping some games that they should win and go back to the same old Browns. I'm going to say that they finish around 500, 9-7, which opens the door for the final bubble team I'm going to talk about in the AFC, the Las Vegas Raiders. As up and down as the Raiders have been this year, they are here at 5-3 and three in this playoff picture. Looking forward, I actually see the Raiders seriously contending for that 7th seed. With the Browns cooling off, like I said, I think they have room to drop you know, some of these tougher games that they see on their schedule, such as playing against the Chiefs, playing against the, the Colts, and still get in on the tiebreaker if they can just win their easier matchups. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm going to say the Browns are in trouble to miss the playoffs and that the Las Vegas Raiders are getting in to the playoffs this year in this tight race. It hurts to say that. It really hurts to say that as a Chargers fan. I think the Raiders are going to get in. But looking at the schedule, looking at how the Browns are playing, that's really their toughest competition for that spot unless one of these 3-6 uh, and six or 2-7 and seven teams go on a serious run at the playoffs like winning out type stuff the the browns are really their best competition and the browns i think are going to drop some games that they shouldn't drop uh, i got to pick the slots of when it's going to happen hopefully i can get them in the pickums and gain a few points for picking against the browns in games that they should win but i just think that's just how i feel and that's how the browns have been the last couple of years and with the injuries that they've sustained and with the fact that they seem to be cooling off to a to an ice cold i just i just don't believe in the browns right now and it sucks that the fact that I don't believe in the Browns getting it done leads to the Las Vegas Raiders making the playoffs in 2020. And hey, it wouldn't be 2020 if we didn't have a Raiders versus Browns playoff race. Jeez, <laughs> what a chaotic year. And we'll cap it off with a Raiders versus Browns wild card playoff chase. <laughs> Week 10 of the NFL Pickums is finally here. Man, it seems like the season is flying by so fast. Again, this is a competition I'll be doing with a couple other sports podcasters. Gonna shout them out real quick. I'm competing against at 
What Offseason Pod. Also with Joe Morley Sports, co-host of Friday Night Wars with myself. And Piggy Bank Picks, a little rapper we've had going for a long time. And the Alex Robson Sportscast. You can find him at the Robson Sportscast. Find all these guys on Instagram and other social media platforms. Or you can just search for them on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to listen to your pod. Cast. Anyways, right now I believe we are tied for third in the standings. It's a really tight race. I think in between first and last, it's about a five-game gap. So here as we wind down in the NFL season, every single win is extremely valuable in this competition. So I've been putting more grit, putting more grind, and putting more research into every single pick. Last week we went 10-4. and four. Which is not too bad. I like ten and four, but the leader went eleven and three, so we actually lost a game on the lead. But there's some close ones this week. Maybe be able to gain a, a game or two this week. And moving on to eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, gotta seriously start thinking about picking some upsets to try and catch up to Adam from the What Off Season podcast. I believe he's up three games on us right now, so gotta cover that ground in the next couple of weeks and heading into the playoffs. So that way we have a chance in the playoffs to win this competition, which I think we will. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, everyone has a lot of confidence right now just because everyone had a great week this week. So we'll see how it goes. But here's my pickums for week 10 of the NFL. Starting on Thursday night football, we have the Indianapolis Colts traveling to Tennessee to play the Tennessee Titans. And this is a tough pick for the Thursday night game, man. Usually the Thursday night game is a little bit of a cookie. Looking at the Colts, first of all, losing to a tough Baltimore Ravens team last week. I expect them to bounce back over the next few weeks, but this week is another really tough opponent on short notice. This Titans defense has been thriving and playing very well, and now you see with the addition of Desmond King to that secondary, already making an impact with a scoop and score last week, earning a, game, a Mike's Game Ball of the Week. Former teammate to Phillip Rivers, Desmond King, looks to continue to contribute to the Titans defense and that secondary. I think the defense is a little scarier even now with King out there. And the more and more he gets in there, the more and more he'll understand the scheme and the more and more he'll be able to impact in that secondary. I'm going to take the Titans to pull out the win versus Indianapolis in a very close game just because uh, I think that the Titans need the win more than the Colts need the win. Both teams need the win. But the Titans are trying to lock this division down, and there's a lot of motivation probably going into this game and going out there and getting the victory. But both teams' offense is struggling last week. We'll see if one of those breaks against the other opponent's very good defense on Thursday Night Football. Very good Thursday Night Football game this week. Definitely going to go and check that one out. Moving on to the Sunday football games, we have the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to New York to play the New York Giants. The Giants got a win last week pumped to get that seemingly 50-50 game right in the picks last week. Uh, they beat Washington, and a lot of people picked Washington to win that game. This week, they faced the Eagles. A little bit more competition. This is a way more important game than any of you may think. With control of the NFC East still up for grabs, I expect one of these teams to come out motivated to take control of this division. And the team I'm going to pick to win this one is the Philadelphia Eagles. As they get healthier and healthier, I feel like they're just better than the New York Giants right now. Saquon is not coming back anytime soon. He'd be a big help to have out there at this point in the season. But I'm definitely going to take the Eagles to beat the Giants. Look, I like how the Giants have been playing this season. It's been a very entertaining season for to be a Giants fan. Defense is playing teams tight keeping games close, but overall, the Eagles just have more, even with all the injuries, especially with Alshon Jeffrey coming back 
than the Giants have. So I'm take the Eagles to beat the Giants. Moving on, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars traveling to Green Bay to play the Green Bay Packers. This will be a huge upset. I'm going to take the Packers to beat Jacksonville. Not much needs to be said. The Packers are just a way better team than the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look to see Aaron Rodgers come out in the fourth quarter, get some Jordan Love experience time. I'm hoping at least. We'll see if it, if it gets that far in this game. Moving on, you have the Washington football team traveling to Detroit to play the Detroit Lions. This is going to be a fun game. I feel like Washington's defense is still very good, very underrated. I feel like the offense plays with a lot of heart. That's why you've seen Washington play some teams tough that you might not have expected them to play tough. Last week they had the win to slip right through their fingertips. And because they're so questionable at quarterback, we don't know who's going to play each week, who's going to who's going to be the starter of this team each week. Dwayne Haskins has not played since being benched. Alex Smith has been served as the backup. Uh, so this week with Kyle Allen probably out for the rest of the season, they got to make a decision on Alex Smith or Dwayne Haskins. I think with that question up in the air and seeing Alex Smith struggle, seeing Dwayne Haskins both struggle this season, I'm going to take the Lions to win this game. I think it will be a close game, though, but I think it's going to be a fun game to watch for the Lions fans as I believe that offense should be able to get humming. And on the other side of the ball, the Washington football team might struggle to get things going on offense just because their quarterback situation. Moving on, we got the Houston Texans traveling to Cleveland to play the Cleveland Browns. And this is going to be a much more exciting game than you'd think. A much more exciting game than the records of the two teams would suggest. The Cleveland Browns are cooling off. And I've been so up and down about the Browns this year. I've been up with them on their highs and saying, wow, this team's a playoff team. And now I'm down here with them on their lows saying, okay, they might just barely miss the playoffs. I'm not sure what's going to happen to Cleveland playoff-wise. I'm going to go out on a limb, and this is going to be one of those upsets I try and gain a game on. I'm going to take the Texans to beat the Cleveland Browns. Uh, with the injuries to Odell, Nick Chubb is coming back, but the injuries overall have been hurting the Browns in this point in the season, and they just went completely cold on offense. And, wh- and while Nick Chubb is very great, the difference between him and Kareem Hunt is not this substantially different player. I think Chubb's a little bit better than Hunt, obviously, but but I don't see Chubb coming in and helping out this struggling offense more than cream hunt to a point where it's like okay now they're going to start dominating again same thing with uh baker mayfield i don't see him dominating the houston texans as poor as their defense has been this year and i think the houston texans offense has a little bit of a spark over the last couple of weeks being jacksonville last week i'm gonna take the texans to beat cleveland in an upset in cleveland man the bye week may help cleveland out a lot but I'm going to take Houston Texans to win this game. Moving on, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Carolina to play the Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers have been playing everyone that they've lost to tough and everyone that they've beaten extremely tough. The Panthers won on a winning streak there in the middle of the season, or middle of this season, I should say, in around weeks three to six. And since then, they've been losing again. Christian McCaffrey is out again, I believe, with a shoulder injury now. He might as well just hang it up for the season because this is the downfall of the Panthers right here. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Panthers in Carolina. I think the Buccaneers have come out very motivated after that loss to the Saints, very motivated to get things done and get back on a winning track. Next, we have the Los Angeles Chargers traveling to Miami to play the Miami Dolphins. It's a long trip from Los Angeles to Miami. Look, this is going to be a fun game. You got Tua going against Justin Herbert. 
and it's going to be an entertaining battle between these two. I think that the Chargers are going to pull this game out. I think we have just enough defense to slow Tua down. Joey Bosa will be back, so we'll have a good pass rush on him. Hopefully we can create a few turnovers. That's been the biggest deal for the Chargers and where they've been struggling in sealing these games is forcing the turnovers by the other team. We had one last week against the Raiders at the end of half. It was just a weird strip sack at the very end of half. You kind of forget about stuff like that. But other than that, you know, a pick by Rayshon early in the season, fumble here, fumble there. The Chargers just have not been forcing turnovers. And their defense has been very good at bend, don't break, just not <laughs> forcing turnovers or stopping from getting at least a field goal. So, with that being said, I think the Chargers can get it together and do a little bit better against the Dolphins than most teams just because it is a rookie quarterback. The receiving core is good, but it is not like it's going to just absolutely frighten our secondary like some of these receiving cores that we've played in the last six weeks or so with the Chiefs and the Saints and the and the Buccaneers and all these superpower offenses. I think that the Chargers defense can handle Miami or at least slow them down the best they can can and on the flip side the Chargers offense has shown that it is damn near unstoppable as long as Justin Herbert is still playing at the level that he is playing and I have no reason to think that he will play any other way so I'm taking the Chargers to beat the Dolphins in Miami moving on we have the Denver Broncos traveling to Las Vegas in a divisional battle versus the Raiders this is going to be an interesting game still. I don't think it's just going to be a complete blowout, but I'm going to take the Raiders to win. I think the Raiders are the better team overall right now. With all the injuries that Denver has suffered, Drew Locke I don't think is the real deal. I was high on him at the beginning of the season, at the end of last season, but just so far this year, he just hasn't been it. Um, he did fuel the comeback versus the Chargers, but that's a Chargers thing to do. Anyone seems to be able to do that against the Chargers at this point. <laughs> so that's nothing too special um, Drew Locke has been struggling a little bit this year. I expected more from him. This period right now for the Broncos is kind of like a test period where they can find out if Drew Locke is the future of this franchise or if they're going to go a different direction in, in the offseason. And this is another good chance for Drew Locke to prove himself, but I don't think he will. I think the Raiders have enough on defense to slow this team down, just like the Chargers do against the Miami Dolphins, but are way better on offense than the Broncos so far this season. Broncos are going to have to play a perfect game to beat the Raiders this week in Las Vegas. But I'm going to take the Raiders. Moving on, we have the Buffalo Bills traveling to Arizona to play the Arizona Cardinals. This is one of the best games of the week. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This is Mike's game of the week. Putting the label on there. Right now, Buffalo Bills just took it to the Seattle Seahawks. Last week, Arizona lost to Miami. Man, it just depends on what Josh Allen you're going to get. If you get the Josh Allen we saw last week and in the first three or four weeks of the season, the Bills are damn near unstoppable. The Bills are amazing. But if you get the mid, the, you know, middle, weeks four to seven, Josh Allen, then they, they just aren't good. <laughs> the offense just can't move the ball, and they, they barely have to squeak out games by three points, 24-21 or whatever it might be. This Bills team is up and down dependent on the play of Josh Allen. And the Arizona Cardinals on the flip side are a very balanced team, in my opinion. I feel like they have a good player at every single position and a good sprinkle of youth and veterans at every single position. But I don't know if I could take them to beat the Bills this week after the Bills coming off that big win last week against Seattle. Tough pick, but I'm going to take 
Buffalo to come into Arizona and beat the Arizona Cardinals. Tough pick. I'm not super confident in it, but I'm going to take the Bills. I think their defense can slow Murray down just a little bit. They have a lot of speed on that defense. And Tredavious White, of course, is going to be on DeAndre Hopkins, so that's going to be a matchup to watch. I think that the Arizona defense is much worse than the Buffalo Bills defense. So Josh Allen and company, Stephon Diggs, they should have their way with this Arizona defense. But we'll see what Josh Allen shows up to this game. I'm taking the Bills to win, hoping that the good Josh Allen shows up this week in Arizona. Moving on, we have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Pittsburgh to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this game is way more interesting than anyone would have thought going into it, just because a lot of Steelers players have tested positive for COVID-19. So if this game happens, the Steelers are going to be without their starting quarterback. That's already kind of announced. Ben Roethlisberger tested positive. I don't think he is going to play in this game. So that changes everything, right? We'll see what Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals can do to a beatdown by COVID Pittsburgh Steelers team. If the Steelers have their defense, see, I need more info to make this pick, honestly. If the Steelers still have their defense fully intact, I'm not too worried about it. I think Mike Tomlin's uh, coaching paired with the defense being very good. I think they could still pull out a win. It'll be a lot closer than it would have been if the team was at full strength. But I still think the Steelers can pull out a win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Their defense is awful, so I think Duck Hodges or or Aaron Dobbs or Mason Rudolph, whichever quarterback is out there, can make it happen against this Bengals defense. I'm not afraid of the Bengals defense shutting down one of these backup quarterbacks. I'm just a little bit more afraid of the process that the Steelers are having to go through right now. They ain't practicing. They ain't meeting in person. None of that, so... I'm going to take the Steelers cautiously. I may change this pick closer to the weekend as we get more details if this game even happens. This game could get postponed if the outbreak is too bad in that Steelers locker room and they just simply can't play because they don't know who's positive or who's negative. I'm going to take Steelers to win. Even with the backup quarterback, we'll see how many people are out. I may change this pick. Moving on, we have the San Francisco 49ers going to New Orleans to play New Orleans Saints. New Orleans got to have gotten a huge confidence boost from beating down on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, their rivals, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees, part two. Drew Brees, two. Tom Brady, zero. San Francisco's beat up as well. I don't think they're really going to stand a chance in this game. This should be a blowout. New Orleans Saints blowing out San Francisco 49ers. Just two riddled with injuries, defense and offense. They don't have their team out there. So I'm going to take the Saints as they get healthier and get better and closer to what they were last year. Moving on, we have the Seattle Seahawks. Traveling to Los Angeles. To play the Los Angeles Rams. And both these teams are kind of on a losing skid right now. Starting to slide off the wagon a little bit. Um, Seattle lost back-to-back weeks. One to Arizona, one to Buffalo. And Los Angeles, I believe, is coming off of a bye week. But they lost the week before that to Miami. I think Seattle's still a better team. I think they're better offensively than the Rams. The Rams obviously are better on defense. But I feel like Seattle can handle their offense versus the Rams' defense. As well as I, I feel like... On the other side of the coin, I feel like the Seattle's defense is strong enough to handle the Rams' offense. I think that the the Seahawks match up very well against the Rams. I'm going to take the Seahawks to beat the Rams in Los Angeles. Moving on, you have the Baltimore Ravens traveling to New England to play the New England Patriots. The Patriots almost lost to the Jets, man. This is getting bad. I do not know. I do not know if possibly they're tanking. Bill Belichick is an evil genius. I would never accuse him of doing anything crazy but he could do something crazy (laughs) i mean the patriots are in a situation where uh it's the beginning of a rebuild 
Now, Bill Belichick wants to stay. He knows that it's the beginning of a rebuild. So the Patriots are okay with losing these games. They're okay with getting a little bit of a higher pick. They're okay with having a little bit more trade capital when it comes to the offseason, having all these better players still mixed in with uh, the depleted roster. They may be able to trade these guys for picks as well. So I think that the Patriots are going to lose this game to Baltimore. I, Man, it's tough. It's 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 tough to be the Patriots right now with all the opt-outs and injuries and free agents leaving this roster. And it's got to be tough to be a Patriots fan being so used to winning all the time. But, hey, you can't win them all. So thank you for letting us have a few moments in the sun as the rest of the NFL. I don't mean the Chargers because the Chargers suck as well. But I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens. They're a way better team than the Patriots. They should mow over the Patriots. The only way that I see the Patriots keeping up is if they're very good with the time of possession and they control the time of possession in this game, which is something that the Patriots are pretty good at doing despite the depleted roster. I'm going to take Baltimore to win. They're just a much, much better team defensively and offensively than the Patriots. Finally, the final game of the season, we have the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Chicago to play Chicago Bears. This can be a very good game. This has a very has the potential of being a good game on Monday night. Bears have still had that great defense. They're still slowing teams down. It's just not enough for the offense to struggle as much as they have and still win games. The Vikings are red hot, just beat the Packers, and then the following week took care of business against the Lions. So I think that the, the Vikings can definitely – uh, keep this streak going. I think the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. It's, it's crazy to say. I think the Vikings can sneak into that seventh seed playoff spot. So we'll see what happens. I'm taking the Vikings on Monday night to beat the Chicago Bears. So there you go, NFL Pickums. Let me know where I'm right. Let me know where I'm wrong. Here is my cheap plug of the episode. Check us out on Instagram at Mike on the Mike Pod. You can find everything there. DM me, comment on my posts, whatever you got to do. Tell me where I am wrong in these pickums. There you go. That's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. If you made it this far, I'm sure you enjoyed it. Do a huge favor. Take one second of your time to stop and follow me on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. So that way you're alerted next time I drop a brand new episode. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. I appreciate everyone's support and love, especially on Veterans Day. I will see you next week. I'm the most electrifying sports podcast in the game today. I gave you fair warning, beware. Smack him in the mouth. I gave you fair warning, beware. Smack him in the mouth. I gave you fair warning, beware. Smack him in the mouth. I gave you fair warning, beware. I'll smack him in the mouth. I gave you fair warning, beware, beware. I'll smack him in the mouth. I gave you fair warning, beware, beware. I'll smack him in the mouth. I gave you fair warning, beware, beware. I'll smack him in the mouth. I gave you fair warning, beware, beware. I'll smack him in the mouth.